On praise and worship of God is inexhaustible. You might start it, you can't finish it. What I just want to do, therefore, is to arouse your consciousness to open your eyes of understanding to what you are actually doing when you appear in the gathering in the name of God. And when the worship and the praise of God is involved, maybe you will do it better. Just to let you know, basically, what you are doing, when we say, let us praise God. When in this church we say, we start our service by shouting 21 hallelujah, people don't know the meaning. Hallelujah or hallelujah is simply praise the Lord. Unfortunately, we have left the shouting of this to say that and say and next people. And the ones that appreciate it. And at the end, we come to say that they are not worshipping God. And yet, they are the one that understands. Maybe they don't understand, but they are the one that makes use of it more. Hallelujah is not your language. It's Hebrew. Praise the Lord. Revelation chapter 4 and from verse 4. And round about the throne, talking about the throne of God, were four and twenty six. And upon the six, I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. Verse five. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne which are the seven spirits of God and before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal and in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts that is where I will later come to dwell on four beasts what we believe when we have dogs in our house and cats is the fact that they are no eternal, they have no eternal value. They die, we threw them away. That's often what we do. But even in the throne of God, the Bible is saying here there were four beasts, four animals. And then in their description, they were full of eyes within, I mean before, that is in their front and at their back, verse 7. And the first beast was like a lion. And the second beast like a calf, cow. And the third beast had a face as a man. And the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him. 
and they were full of eyes within. And the rest not day and night. What are they saying? Now, this message was coming from what? From beasts. In the heavenlies, beasts were giving thanks to God. Beast. Beast. Animals. He didn't say they were they were humans. He said they were beings. And then as they look unto him, he might not be able to give them perfect description. But relating them with what he had seen here on earth, he said, one has the face of a lion, one had the face of a calf, another has the face of a man, the third had the face or looks like a flying eagle. And animals were talking. And they were giving glory and honor and thanks to God. Verse 10, that the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne saying thou art worthy O Lord to receive glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things for thou art created all things and for thy pleasure they are and were now listen to me Someone came here the other time to say that when you deploy musical instruments and all those things, as far as he was concerned, he said God was not interested. God was not interested in your dances. That what God expects you is to go out to preach the gospel. Somebody shout hallelujah. The God you have not given thanks to. The God that you have not praised enough. You are going to talk about him. What are you going to talk? What are you going to say? He said you become merry when you deploy musical instruments and blah, 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 blah. By the time they say this one now, they will say the beast is a new revelation. It doesn't mean animal. The Bible just wrote it. We should learn to take the scriptures in a simple way, as simple as it is, on its base value. Now, listen to me. These are accounts of heavenly activities, not in a church here on earth. So, what you do, or what you will be doing, or what you are doing when you praise God is engaging in an eternal adventure. You are only doing what those who are in heaven are what? Doing. No more. No less. What have we just read? The 40 and 20 elders, what were they doing? Unlike the kings that I see in the congregation of some people, some kings that are given important seat. In big churches all around our land, they come to church with their cap, and they sit in front of the of the altar with their cap on their heads, even during service. 
either them or the pastor that allowed them are ignorant of heavenly activities. Before God, nobody is king. The 40 and 20 elders, what did they do? They cast their crown. Now listen to me, sir. The crown on them was not the crown on them here on earth. They were not just crowned here on earth, even in heaven and before God. They were still qualified to wear a golden crown. Somebody shout hallelujah. But when they came before the throne of God, they cast down their crown. Praise is extreme humility. If you are one of those people here who will not dance, you are simply proud. Get out here. We don't want to see you. I'm sorry to say. What you are doing when you are praising God is engaging in what those in heaven are currently doing. What they are doing right now, you are only repeating it here on earth. What the saints are doing those that are no longer in their human form. They are no longer flesh and blood. Those that have become spirit. Blood no longer runs in their system. They have become like God. They have become celestial being. You are still a, a terrestrial being. Those who have become celestial being, what they are doing right now, what they are doing right now, as we speak, what they do day and night, what they do in the morning, what, you know, when you get to heaven, your certificate does not matter anymore. Who you marry, who you do not marry, does not matter anymore. Whether you marry or you divorce, does not matter anymore. Whether you have children or you don't have children, does not matter anymore. Whether you are young or you are old, does not matter anymore. Whether you have money, whether you are poor, does not matter anymore. As a matter of fact, all of them will more or less wear the same garment, white garment. Whether you are as colorful as Reverend P or as colorful as Bishop uh, the Great, it's the same material. Everybody appears because they have become spirit being. They are now saints. Sin is no longer found in them. What they daily do, what they do per second, per minute, is what you do when you praise God. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Now they engage in praise Permanently. Permanently. Not once in a while. Permanently. Permanent. So when you praise, your voice here from the earth is only joining their own continuous voices above. When you praise, you are only joining your voice. You are only joining your voice. You are only joining your dance. You are only joining your praise with what is already continuous. It is not to the advantage of God, it is to your advantage. Because with or without you, the praise continues. Uh, somebody shout hallelujah. 
So when you exit your voice, in other words, when you refuse to praise, and you know sometimes in this kind of church I see some strange human beings. I see strange human beings. How can you leave your house and you say you are coming to church? And when you now come to church, you are behaving as if you are not in the church. Then send you. And if you just stay in your house and we know that you do not come to church, daddy. When you first, and you will see the people playing the drums that are sweating. And yet you refuse to respond. The people leading the presses, they are sweating. They are refusing to respond. When I come to church, you are looking morose. Amen? Amen. Listen to me. If you are never cheerful in the presence of God, there is nowhere else you will be ever cheerful. So what you do now when you are still in the flesh is what the spirits are fully into in the great beyond. So if you want to know what you will be doing, when eventually, Ruth, your mama, what she's doing now, there is what I'm telling you to do here. What my father has done for over 50 years, there, that is what I'm just trying to do here. Somebody shout hallelujah. Praise and worship is what you do now once in a while, but it is that which you will later do forever and forever and forever and forever and forever. Love without end. Praise and worship is bringing eternal future activities. You are bringing it to the present. Praise and worship is you bringing heaven down to the earth. Oh. Now, God has the capacity to divide himself to be everywhere at the same time. In other words, now he cannot afford not to be in heaven, where continuous praises are offered unto him in the same vein, anytime you gather together to give him praise, it's also there. In other words, when you gather to look morose here, he leaves you and he stays in heaven. When you bring praise to your house, to your home, he comes there because God is omnipresent, is present everywhere at all times. And inhabits the place of his people. So anywhere that praise is found, God is found there. So praise, therefore, is living in the reality of eternity. When you praise God, you are living in the reality of eternity. When you praise God, you are living, you are dwelling in the reality of eternity. When you praise God, you are telling yourself that you are rapturable. When you don't praise God, and that praise is, in, is not in you, you are not used to it. Oh, Fino Coranto, don't pardon here now. You are not used to it. You are saying that you don't belong. You are not rapturable. You are not bringing eternity to reality in your life. Praise and worship of God is bringing eternal future activity now. It is operating on earth. 
the agenda of heaven. You know, if you are attending a program, uh, like in this our service, there's always an agenda. Now we start with 21, hallelujah. And then we go to him, him one, him two. And then we go to the call to worship from there. Agenda, agenda. So when the saints in heaven wakes up, or when the saints in heaven, when they wake up, it is praise. Agenda one, praise. Agenda two, praise. Agenda three, praise. Agenda four, praise. Agenda five, praise. Agenda seven, praise. Agenda day one, praise. Agenda day two, praise. Agenda day four, praise. Agenda one year, praise. Agenda ten years, praise. Agenda eternity, praise. Somebody shout hallelujah. So praise and worship is operating on earth, the agenda of heaven. When praise and worship is out of your life, you are automatically out of the agenda of God. Right, stranger to all that God plans to do and all that God is doing. Somebody shout hallelujah. So on the strength of this reality, if you spend the whole of your day to praise and worship God, it will not be enough. And if you fail to do so, you will not be failing God because God is not short of, it's not short of praises and it cannot be short of praises. And then the Psalm 150, verse 6, where we read, you know in verse 1, it's giving an order. It's saying praise the Lord. It was talking to man. It's saying that praise God in his sanctuary. That sanctuary can be in the church. That sanctuary can be in your home. That sanctuary can be in your car. Everywhere you praise God is a sanctuary. Somebody shout hallelujah. And then he said, praise him in the firmament of his power. Talking to women. And then in verse 2, he said, praise him. Why you should praise him? For his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Verse 3, praise him with sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the sartre and harp. Now, in this chapter 4, if you go to the early verses, he said he heard voices. And the voices actually sound like trumpet. That is in heaven. Alright? In verse 4, he said, Praise him with timbrel and dance. Praise him with string instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. And in verses, he left human beings. He left human beings. He now says, let the dog in your house praise God. <laughs> let the rat in your house praise God. <clears throat> Even the cockroaches you keep because you think they are useless, let them what? Praise God. For as long as they breathe, let them do what? Praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise God. And so it may surprise you that things are also, that things, living things, not humans, are also engaged in the praises of God, even here on earth. So, in the order to praise God extends to lions and to tiger and to, and to, and to, and to eagles and the birds and whales in the sea. In other words, when animals communicate with God, God understands. God understands. God understands. If there is anything I will beg of you to do today, is to please, Joe, Ito Long, Biko, Duala, 
You shouldn't allow animals to praise God more than you do. How do we establish the fact that animals praise God? They are so sensible. We have a dog in our house. Usually when the dog saw you, how did the dog behave? He was happy. Now listen to me. If God, if, if animals can be so appreciative, somebody that used to take care of her, not being around, and then the animals was conscious enough, and the fellow came back, and the animal was so happy. So happy. There are so many of us that are damn ingrate. Ingrate. Damn ingrate. Change. And then what happened in heaven is a confirmation to us. When you see the dog, no man going out every day. If I'm going out, you will see the dog will come. When we are now not in the house and you come back, you will see the dog will come and put his eyes in one small hollow and be looking outside. When you come in, you will see the dog coming near you. That is a dog. That is a dog. I saw some people in, in the course of the weekend living with lions, terrible animals. And I told myself, a lot of they go get lion in my eventually pile. Big ones. And he sleeps with them and they are happy. They are happy. Why? He must have sold into their lives. He must have taken care of them, having bath with them. So they have become a part of that level. There was one documentary I watched about a chimpanzee that was captured young and then stayed with the man. And they eventually released the chimpanzee and so the chimpanzee became a wild chimpanzee. After a long time, the man said he wanted to visit the chimpanzee. They warned him. They said the chimpanzee had become wild. Now, don't go. But he went. But yet, the chimpanzee recognized. He looked at the man. He embraced the man. And according to the documentary, the animal eventually went to bring the wife and the children to come and greet the man. Engaging his wife and his children. There was another chimpanzee that was old and was about to die. And then he was sickly. He was no longer eating. He was no longer communicating. He was no longer smiling. And then somebody that took the chimpanzee up, nurtured the chimpanzee before it became uh, an inhabitant of the zoo, came. And then when the chimpanzee saw the fellow, it became cheerful. Smile. Smile. They embraced. And then she was able to eat a little. Two or three days after that, she died. Now you human being, if animal could do that to fellow man, how? What is your rating? As in the quality of the praise you give to God. I hope, see, see, I'm very hard, and I'm sorry. 
Every time you do not give God enough praise, you are proving to God that animals are more sensible than you. Anytime that you are in the atmosphere of praise and you refuse to respond, you are telling God that it should have made you lower than an animal. You ought to become a non-living thing. You do not deserve to be a human being. God has invested in a totally wrong individual. And before the throne, there was the sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne, around about the throne, were four beasts. Verse 7. And the first beast, like a lion, the second, like a calf. Four beasts, they were full of eyes. The first was like a lion. What was the devil trying to be here on earth? Or what is the devil trying to be? A lion. Running. He was only trying to roar like a lion. How do you think the devil will praise God? It is in his roaring. It is in his roaring. Therefore, by the spirit of the Lord, I tell you that the one that the devil is trying to roar like is the lion. And yet the lion is bowing to God. The second is like cow, calf. That is the God of subnations, particularly a nation like Egypt. The fourth, like flying, the strongest bird in the air. And that represents the power of the air. The Bible says they rest not day and night, praising and giving glory to God. What does it mean? Number one, the calf, which is the God that some other gods are bowing to. That is the God that some human beings are bowing to. That God is seen in heaven, bowing to God. Now listen to me. Everything that is representing strange gods in your life, in this service, if you believe, they will bow to God. Amen. The flying eagle. God is God. Because again, when you talk about the flying eagle, which is the strongest bird in the world? Look at, no matter how big the snake is, if the eagle wants to fight the snake, you know what it, it does? It takes, it, takes, it takes the snake to the atmosphere beyond to a realm that is beyond the snake. Handles the snake here. <laughs> Takes it up. And that the snake becomes what? Weak. By the time it even releases the snake from that height, getting down, the spinal cord of the snake will what? That ends it. That is power in the air. It bows to God in heaven. Therefore, Every strange activities of strong powers that dwells in the atmosphere, in the air, if you believe it, they shall bow before you. God is God that the devil bows down to. The 40 and two elders, they took their crown. God, that's on your feet. I've not finished it. 
God made you masters over animals. No any animal ever owns human being. Every animal that we have ever seen are owned by humans. Hello? Hi. Don't make yourself lower than animals, please. Because it would be a shame if animals and birds would praise and honor and glorify God more than you. The fact that we saw those beasts in heaven praising God means that those beasts here on earth they also do what? And that's why the psalmist say, let everything. That is just the confirmation. That is the link together. What was happening in heaven? Beasts were praising God. And he says, let everything that has breath. That has breath. Praise God. We are praising God.